Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey, great day, everyone. It's CJ. Uh, welcome to another edition with Jet Blake. Very excited to be here. V cannot join today. Unfortunately, he is stuck in a meeting, um, but hopefully he can either jump in later on or potentially maybe once we hear back from Harley, if he's going to be able to make it on. So I want to want to welcome everyone. Hopefully everyone had a fantastic weekend. Uh, it is Monday, August the 15th. Uh, this year is flying by, so I always have to check the calendar to find out what actual day it is. Uh, before you do anything else, do me a favor. Jump over to roguenews.com. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you support roguenews.com where you can find all of our content that's there. Um, and then also uh, V is also active on Twitter, which is at o- over at The Real Rogue News. And with that being said, let's uh, welcome Jet Blake. I know everyone's anticipating his show today. So Jet, how are you, how are you today, sir? Well, real good, CJ. It's uh, another mind-blowing Monday. What a way to start the uh, work week. But uh, this is going to be fascinating. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of discussion. You, The Discord group of the Rogue News is expanding. Yes, and indeed. We have, uh, when people email you for the link, uh, the group is growing. But we have very in-depth discussions on your discord channel in fact this week about three days ago four days ago we had uh there was a six hour long discussion now i was on there i wasn't on there the entire six hours because i had business meetings uh delivery in the lab but i was on for probably three of the six hours but the the discussion continued that entire length of time even when I had to disappear for about three hours in the middle of that. So that shows the caliber of interest and the um, participation in the discord, which to me is a very good sign to have such intelligent conversation that you, you can't find anywhere else on streaming TV or other YouTube channels. Well, Jet, real quick, if I can, I can pause you just for a moment, just in case this is the first time that someone is hearing about the rogue news discord. Uh, so we have a, a server set up and it's on the uh, platform discord. And so if you want to participate in that platform, drop me an email. It's cj at roguenews.com. We don't, the link that I email you back is good for seven days. We don't have a permalink. In other words, we don't keep it permanent because I really don't want that shared and just broadcast it anywhere. We want to filter it down, keep out the trolls people who with a lot of value driven conversation. And I, I couldn't agree more with what Jet just said that, you know, sometimes either via podcast or, um, you know, brief discussions, it just gives us an opportunity to have in-depth discussions about things. And, and that's what they do. So then within, within the discord rogue news, discord platform, 
uh, we do have voice channels and that's what Jed is alluding to that we can jump in the lounge or the meeting rooms and expand the conversations and, and have some fun. So, uh, so that's what that is. So again, if you want to join the Rogue News Discord group server, drop me an email, cj at roguenews.com. Uh, good morning to all the people who just joined in the chat room. Thank you for checking in. Appreciate that. Good morning to everyone. Uh, so Jet, uh, continue because I do not want to slow you down today. So go for it. Okay. So what this does, this will wrap up. There was a six week long or six episode during the six weeks kind of uh, laying the foundation for today's show and next week's show. What, what this will do, it was really oversimplified because the shows, as you know, basically about an hour uh, each episode is to give a general background of reality and, and how life works that we're never taught in school. It's not emphasized in uh, major religious organizations and uh, only referred to, you know, maybe on occasion of uh, science fiction novels or certain chat rooms. But it's the biological part of life. People understand and there's advanced studies in, in biology and basic physics, how the human body works and the ecosystem, the biology of the earth. But when you get into how life, where life originates or how our consciousness works and then what happens at death or after death, that, then that really gets into a, a field where there's confusion. Maybe the information is more obscure, definitely harder to pinpoint and to study than the physical biology chemistry or physics that we're familiar with. And that's the topic that we go into great detail on your, the discord rogue news discord channel. But this episode and next episode gets into what, what are the answers or what are the solutions? What is life all about and, and what is happening today in this current timeline, all of us alive today, maybe listening to this, broadcast and participating in these discussions, what's going on with reality? Where do we fit in and what does the future hold for us, our family, or maybe uh, in a broader sense, mankind in general? So what I'll do is the, on the screen share, I had this uh, illustration before. Let's see. Yeah, sure. Take your time and bring that up and... I'll get that played. We also have a couple of videos to play for our audience today, which I'm excited about um, to, to play those. Jet, real quick, while you're bringing up your screen share, um, I watched Contact last night. Do you remember that that movie? I don't want to go. I don't want to break too far away until you bring those up. But it was interesting because the uh, diagram that they sent down for the portal, when it came down, it came down where they had to weave it in. And it was in a, in a cube and whenever they... <laughs> And they they yes. brought that into a cube and brought it out, and it made me instantly think about you, Jet, because I'm like, oh shit, it's been it's been they've been telegraphing this shit for a long time. <laughs> yes, they have. There you go. Uh, do you see that on the screen? Absolutely. Yep it's 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 up on yeah it's up on our screen right now. Okay, so we we've covered this before, but as as I'm speaking, this illustration will will help. And on, on my screen, the cursor shows a hand. Do you see that hand? 
Um, I the the hand I that I'm moving in the middle. Maybe of the maybe I I oh I see. Yes, I'm sorry. I thought I was I was looking for something large. You're talking about your cursor as a hand. Yes, my, I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I haven't, yes. been spoken, I haven't been doing any anything substances today, so go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's an icon like the hand is saying hi. Yeah, you're, you're good. Yep. Okay, so as I mentioned before in the previous episodes, we do live in a holographic universe, and that's that's by design. It's phenomenal, the engineering beyond our comprehension, certainly my comprehension. But we live uh, basically in the magnetic field, this donut this toroidal shape on the surface of this donut. But this donut magnetism and our, our universe is on the surface of this donut. This magnetic field can only exist if you have this dielectric, this hyperboloid, which looks like an hourglass. And dead center, where my cursor is, right in the middle, this pinch point of this dielectric, this hourglass hyperboloid, if you were to zoom down, 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 shrink down, you would enter a small hole, which would, we would enter counter space. And then counter space is immense, it's endless, kind of boggles the mind how that, how that works. And then that counter space, that's where the ancient texts referred to as heaven and God almighty, uh, angels, if you would, other uh, spirit creatures, live in counter space our our universe our galaxies our planetary system and humankind live in the magnetic field they live in the dielectric or in counter space which would be uh, entering through this pinch point well coming out of counter space in a very tiny hole uh, energy which is in counter space, it's an energy that really we can't define as humans. I, I don't even have the, the words to describe, but it's an energy inside counter space. So inside this hourglass, this hyperboloid is an energy not definable from a human standpoint, but it's an energy that's always existed. It um, never tires out. The energy is overwhelming, but contained in that energy is all knowledge. And streaming out of counter space, this abundant energy, a real tiny hole that appears in this hourglass creates this donut magnetic field, which our universe is contained in. What happens is in this energy, that's inside counter space. This energy has uh, data attached to it. It has all knowledge. Our consciousness, what, what makes us who we are, we're connected through this magnetic field because this magnetic field uh, merges into the, what this would be the north and south pole of the hyperboloid. This magnetic field it expands, but then it returns down into that pinch point in the center. So this magnetic field comes from the center, this tiny uh, hole that enters counter space. 
it comes from counter space, but the magnetic field also returns to counter space from which it came. So it's kind of looping. It's a continuous loop. You got the uh, northern hemisphere here and a southern hemisphere. It's constant, constantly looping. The energy coming from counter space energizes and creates this magnetic field that, that we live and exist in. But we, you and I, uh, plants, animals, anything that's organic and has a respiratory system, anything that has a level of consciousness, because even plants have a level of consciousness, not as advanced as animals or, or cells, but plants do because they're living. They have a respiratory system. Anything that's alive, that's organic, uh, we are connected to counter space. Well, that means we exist. We are energized as well as this planet and everything that consists in this planet, even at a bacteria level. We exist because of the energy coming out of counter space. The energy comes out of counter space into this holographic universe. It comes through the stars in our case, our sun, the sun radiates electromagnetic energy that it's getting from counter space. Earth, which we call home, we're bombarded by the electromagnetic energy coming from our sun. And there's a whole wide range of electromagnetic energy or frequencies coming from the sun. We have everywhere from long wave to gamma ray and everything in between. That streams out of our sun. It comes in contact with the earth. It comes in contact with us. So the energy coming from counter space, porting out of the sun, passes through us, passes through our favorite pets, plants, fungi, even what we can't see with the naked eye, uh, all the microorganisms that exist in the soil or the different bacteria that I had mentioned. That energy passes through us, but it also cycles through us and goes back into counter space. Well, how does it do that? Well, we're grounded to the earth. The earth and the other planets in our solar system are connected to the sun. And as the energy ports out of the sun, it also returns through the sun back into counter space. Now, in our case, what leaves us or the surface of the earth and what goes back through the sun and back into counter space is our thoughts. That's connected. That is our consciousness, our thoughts, because our consciousness is tethered to counter space. So our observations throughout the day, when we get up in the morning and, and we have, uh, just for an illustration, let's say we get up in the morning, we might listen to, to the radio or some music or we're brushing our teeth, shower, we eat breakfast, we have conversations, if there's, if there's a family or we're having thoughts, experiences, and then maybe we go to work or if we're retired, whatever we're doing throughout the day, and then it transitions in the evening. 24 hours a day, we have experiences and thoughts. Well, where do those thoughts go? Where do those experiences go? Uh, every moment that we're alive, whether we're awake or we're asleep and we're in a dream state, all thoughts and all observations, everything that we experience 24 hours a day cycles back into counter space because it's traveling the energy path where the energy comes from counter space into our reality and our thoughts connected to our consciousness also report back. It's a 24 hour loop. 
the only time that loop is broken is if you cease to exist in, in a in a condition of being dead then we're no longer transmitting uh, conscious thought or signaling so we're in a state of inactivity we're dead that's when the cycle stops but while we're alive this cycle continues it never pauses it doesn't get delayed it doesn't get interrupted so when energy which has knowledge wisdom intelligence coming from counter space interacts with us through the star systems through, through the sun and, and the earth we have very complicated sensory genetic material plants have it animals we do even at the smaller unseen to the eye in the bacteria worlds and the fun fungi the dna that we are designed with has receivers and transmitters so we're designed to receive a lot of the electromagnetic energy coming out of the sun we're meant to live on the surface in this case surface of the earth our skin which is the lar largest organ of our body is full of sensors we are walking uh, dna and as we absorb electromagnetic energy coming from the sun the different wavelengths our dna is able to interpret that inbound electromagnetic frequency the data attached to it jet real quick if i can pause you for just a moment and just so that you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I do not want to speak out of turn because you're far much more the expert about this is is people to understand how this affects us is because what are our bodies, right? Our bodies are, are energy and that are impacted. And the easiest example of that is like, uh, for example, on on full moons and and how full moons uh, can affect the oceans and then also can affect everything from our sleep pattern to uh, disruptive things. I mean, that energy that's there. So. So I think it's important to make the connection as to why that impacts people in general in regards to our bodies. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, Jed. If I said something wrong there, don't I won't be offended if you said, no, 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 CJ, you're completely wrong. So go ahead. Yeah, that's uh, what, you, what you said is correct. I agree with that. And, and next episode, uh, if you remind me, when, when we communicate with email, uh, or on discords remind me to discuss moon the moon and nighttime electromagnetic energy okay uh, because that's that's important because even at night uh, based on the moon cycles we're still getting electromagnetic energy from the sun it's just being reflected off the moon uh, but it, there's an interesting phenomenon that happens in evening time and moon cycles that our DNA and plants and animals also can receive electromagnetic data and information throughout the night. Very cool. Very cool. But uh, uh, that that deserves probably a good 15, 18 minutes. Yeah, I, 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 sh I, I shouldn't have thrown out there because I did not want to break you on a flow there. I didn't mean to break your flow. So. <laughs> and now that, that, that next week, but I'm glad you brought that up because that is very important to discuss. And that'll kind of parlay into next week, which is part two. Uh, this is episode seven. Next week, ne episode eight 
because they'll help explain the previous six episodes that you and I've had, and uh, V popped in for a couple of those. So the electromagnetic energy uh, coming from the sun has data attached to it, comes out of the sun. We interact with the sun, just like plants and animals. We have DNA that receives a lot of this electromagnetic energy from the sun and data attached to it. So we can be affected by electromagnetic energy of AM, FM radio, because we have uh, ears that electromagnetic energy of AM, FM can be converted to a vibrating diaphragm, a speaker, and then we, we hear so we can hear music. That, that's electro, part of the electromagnetic energy coming from the sun, infrared. We can feel it, the, the warmth. There's obviously visible light coming in through our eyes and lower level ultraviolet. So we have uh, UV, A, B, and C coming from the sun. So in those uh, bandwidths from radio waves through infrared visible light portions of ultraviolet, we interact with that every day. And our DNA is designed to pick up this signaling coming from the sun and interpret that data. It interprets that data and communicates intracellularly to our cells. Now, what's interesting in plants, if uh, the complexity of plants and the nutrition we get is off the chart. Easily, you can spend many lifetimes just understanding the organics of produce, uh, fruits and, and vegetables and how they work. So what's interesting is the seed configuration. Let's take cauliflower and carrots, two vegetables, cauliflower and carrots, completely different structures in how they grow, their shape, their texture, even their, their color. But what's interesting is we have the variety of fruits and vegetables you have in this case, Brussels sprouts, uh, I'll use Brussels sprouts and carrots. The Brussels sprout and carrot, the DNA structure of the seed are different. That's why they, they grow different, they look different, they taste different. Well, that's not by accident because what happens is the configuration of the DNA of Brussels sprouts is designed in such a way that as that Brussels sprout plant is growing, the DNA structure of the seed, it is absorbing electromagnetic energy from the sun in a fashion that's a, a little bit different and unique than how the carrot, as the carrot plant grows, is receiving the electromagnetic energy and data from the sun. So the two different Brussels sprouts and carrots grow to maturity. When we eat the, the Brussels sprout and we eat the carrot, actually what's happening is the Brussels sprout was tuned due to its genetic material, was tuned to receive a certain storyline streaming from the sun, a certain electromagnetic frequency stream that has a story attached to it streaming from the sun. The carrot is designed to receive a completely different transmission, a different story based on the electromagnetic frequency coming from the sun. So when you 
you and I, when we eat the Brussels sprout or we eat the carrot, whatever that particular storyline streaming from the sun, ultimately coming from counter space, that Brussels sprout, as we digest it, it will translate that story into our cells through the nutritional process. The carrot, as we digest the carrot, again, I'm, I'm assuming this is organic, not GMO, because I'll get into that. <laughs> but the organic carrot, we consume the carrot. The carrot is telling a different story through the nutritional process as we digest and absorb it into our cells. So as we eat a variety and, and we eat healthy and we eat organic, what's happening is data or storylines are being told to our individual cells that that particular fruit and vegetable custom tailored delivered at an intracellular level. It's fascinating how this, how this uh, works. It is. It's, it's a, yeah. it's a nutritional chemical communication. The Brussels sprout is telling a different story than a carrot. The carrots telling a different story than a green or red pepper. Let, let me ask you this, Jet. Um, in in our physical sense, in in our physical sense presence, give, give me a little lean way here as I try to articulate this. But in our physical sense, is part of the reason why we struggle to to uh, understand or perceive this is because some of these things that occur in understanding it have more of a level of, of a higher level of consciousness that some people are not able to reach for whatever reason, whether it's the calcification in the water of the penile gland. Um, you know, cause I've, I've spent a lot of time into that. I, I haven't shared this with you before. This is probably the first time that everything from uh, reading and listening to the, the, uh, the, uh, the audio book, the secret, uh, that talks about positive, po positive thoughts, positive energy in part. That's why, you know, in the simplest form, that's why sometimes when uh, people go to church on a Sunday, if you if you believe in traditional church, you go to church on Sunday, that um, the 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 physical sense, the vibration pattern that's presented in that environment, that room, that when you leave, you feel very uplifted. You feel, and that's because that that energy that you bring and how it how it affects us. So, in the simplest form, I think whatever energy, whatever thoughts that we put out to the universe comes back to us. Um, is that too simple? No, no, that's that's what's happening. So what I'm trying to uh, des describe here that goes along with what, what you're saying is there's a broadcasting coming from counter space into our existence through the sun. It's electromagnetic broadcast, but it comes from counter space, which is where God, divine source would do well. It, it's a, it's a, a, it's a dynamic energy that's always existed, but it has all knowledge and wisdom. So I, I don't know what you call that. If it's God, the divine source, there, there's different terms. I don't mind using the term God. That's how that entity or that dynamic energy in counter space, that's how it communicates and talks with us in plants and animals. It does it through electromagnetic streaming which comes out of the stars, in our case, our sun. And we have DNA, so do plants and animals. We have DNA that's tuned and designed to pick up the signaling coming from counter space. That's how communication happens. Then we process experiences, having a wonderful meal, beautiful sunrise, sunset, playing with the kids in the park, walking our, our favorite pet, 
uh, a good satisfying day at work. All those experiences then are electromagnetically sent back to counter space through our thoughts. It could also be through prayer, meditation, through conversation, but it's frequent, it's frequently emitted through our consciousness and it returns back to counter space and it's recorded. What I'm proposing, what's been happening is the system engineers long ago, let's say human and non-human intelligences, they figured out a way to try to jam the signaling streaming from counter space that our DNA is designed to pick up. They're figuring out a way to jam that signal and broadcast an artificial signal to our DNA to tell a different story. Do you understand what I just said? This this is this is a huge moment in this episode today. What we know the, the experiments we do in the lab in electromagnetic frequency and we use water. Water is our computer. The most advanced computer in the world would be water-based, not what Silicon Valley has. Uh, but I won't get into this. They don't need to know. So Information, data, a story, conversation is taking place from counter space. Communication is being sent to us. We're supposed to pick this up and then experience it and send our experiences back into counter space. They, these system engineers, they're hacking into that. They're blocking the signal and they're transmitting an artificial signal to get our DNA to pick up on. And it's altering our reality it's affecting our thoughts and our conduct. They're hijacking the human experience. Yeah, and Jet, exactly. And I'm sorry I keep interrupting you. I, I'm being terrible today about that. But the harmonic disruption, um, everything from the electricity that we bring into the house to, to now the Internet, now to Wi-Fi, now to 5G, all these harmonic disruptions are interfering and at the point where now it's questionable, some of that that electronic interference that's happening could change our our DNA, and by that I mean our our psychological impact that's happening to keep us suppressed. And I think that's truly what's happening. So I'm I'm sorry. I just you say things, and it just brings something to my mind right away. And 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 you're you're absolutely right. You're you're spot on. So please continue. Okay, so what's happened is, don't underestimate the system engineers, because the large portion of this are non-human scientists. So if you look at the, uh, using scriptural references, the, these ancient uh, texts, it talks about uh, fallen angels uh, or the, the, the watchmen. The, these are non-carbon-based intelligences that were existed, that have existed, before our solar system and earth was developed and terraformed and before human our species came on this planet you had these spirit entities these watchers they exist in counter space and they had the technologies to go from counter space into this magnetic flux the magnetism and back and forth we don't we're, we're designed to be bound in the magnetic realm but they can go from the dielectric to the magnetic back and forth, easy peasy. They're not carbon based. Well, they're the primary engineers and scientists, but they're also working with human agencies and, and scientists. 
because what they're doing is uh, when food's been manipulated, when you have a genetically engineered corn or yes. wheat, GMO, or, yes. yeah, GMO, yeah. soybean, and, and you have uh, chemical additives in soft drink beverages, caf caffeinated beverages, energy drinks. Um, what what you're doing is they're they're changing the genetics of major food groups. There's also genetically engineered uh, pigs, pork, and cattle. With through uh, breeding and genetic alter alter uh, and and some of those genetic lines are sold for several billions of dollars. These these hog or cattle genetics. So when they're altering produce, livestock, and beverages, then what happens when we when we consume these food and beverages, the food and beverage is not telling a story. It's not relaying the communication from counter space intracellularly. When we consume these foods and beverages, a story is being told or communicated intracellularly, but it's a corporate story. It's, it's not coming from this divine or counter space. It's coming from a corporation, Silicon Valley. It's coming from a lab of scientists because the, the genetic material has been altered. So when we consume the soybean, the corn, the wheat, the other components, it doesn't have the natural organic information that's supposed to be streaming from counter space. Now they've gone much further. Now when you're dealing with medical techniques and pharmaceutical formulations that are patented and designed to change your genetic coding, messenger RNA, what are they really doing here? Now they have the, the ability and the technology and starting next year, you won't need needle injections anymore. They're actually programming gain of function genetics in food so that when you eat food, when you eat produce, there'll be technology in the produce that alters and changes your genetic code. They are rewiring the human to the point that we will no longer be able to connect with counter space, which has always existed, which I agree with ancient text. That's where this God divine source lives. They're rewriting food, livestock, even the human genetics. We will no longer be able to receive any communication coming from counter space. We will only be able to receive their artificial signaling that comes from their five, six G or satellite network. This, this is very serious. What's, what's going on. And they're more than one third completed with their project. So we're already seeing how uh, there's a split in society. I keep hammering home. There's going to be very few real organic humans left on this planet. And, and the plan is to penalize, crush, or maybe ultimately delete, destroy any remaining original organic. If you're not going along with this 
gain of function genetic therapy, you will be ostracized, cut off. In my case, I think this, that's good anyway. You'd be cut off from uh, this current reality paradigm that's really controlled by these major conglomerate uh, corporations, these World Economic Type Forum, NGOs. They're, they're placing themselves in a position of being godlike where they're going to send the signaling and the transmission that our DNA responds to. They're going to tell the story. They're going to affect our reality and consciousness as opposed to how we originally designed for that story to be told streaming out of counter space. Did I lose you? Or? No, 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 I'm here. I'm, I'm just uh, emphatically uh, listening and um, thinking of questions and thinking things and didn't want to break your, your flow. So um, continue. Well, uh, if we if we could go, uh, I, I did s s stop sharing. There's that the the one video of Eric Dollard there. If if you could play the first four minutes, and it's about the first four minutes and fifty seconds of that. The video. first it, it it looks like it's an eight minute, a little over eight minutes. So you said play the first four minutes. Yeah, just play the first four minutes and fifty seconds of it. Okay. Okay, got it full screen here. I got the sound yeah, enabled. You, yeah, go before ahead. You, before you hit play, Eric Dollar is very uh, fascinating uh, individual. This is this is uh, he's in the desert here. He when he was young, young, extremely young, fifteen years old, he worked for RCA uh, Telecommunications, and then he worked in the Navy. He has a very interesting background. He's really the only modern day Tesla. He successfully reproduced Tesla's experiments with radiant energy and wireless transmission of power. Uh, he developed a, a way to predict earthquakes. And uh, he's uh, just an absolute genius, if you know his, his background. So here he's just in his personal vehicle doing work in the desert. He's not some homeless guy or anything like that. But uh, notice what he says. This is he's 100 percent accurate. And as research scientists, we study his work and others. Notice what he says in this first four minute, 50 some odd seconds of this video. Okay, here we go. The, the solar, there's 22 year long solar cycles of, of deadness and activity and deadness and activity. They, st they started in the early Renaissance and they peaked out around World War II and now that we're in cycle 24, the sun's going dead and it's not creating an ionosphere. It's like the solar cycles are ending. So today the solar flux is 140 something. It should be um, 200 and something. So the sun's only operating at half power right now for this part of the cycle. So you don't have the ionosphere that you need in order to communicate to other parts of the world. It's all dissipated. So ham radio's dying. Well, I made it so there was no ham radio available for a year during the minimum of the cycle. Now we're at the maximum, and the maximum is no better than a minimum. So now the question is, is when it goes into the minimum in the next seven years, how dead is the sun going to get? The last minimum, it got record dead. The solar flux never dropped below 60, ever. This time it went down to 58, and you couldn't communicate via the ionosphere. 
So the sun can be reconfiguring for a, a cold, dead cycle. Like in the Dark Ages. There's a popular book written on the subject called Jupiter Effect. It's actually fairly accurate. The Jupiter Effect. Yeah, it was about the total planetary alignment in 1980. And the solar flares that it was predicted to create according to the RCA theory. And the solar flares happened just like they were predicted. Enough finally trip off Mount St. Helens. Solar flux went up to over 400. The Earth actually wobbled on its orbit from the coronal mass ejections hitting it. When was this? 1980, October 1980. Is that when It controls all the frequencies. So if you don't know what the sun's doing, you don't know what frequencies to use. That's why RCA started radio astrology. You have to know what the sun's doing and the planets tell you what the sun's doing. So RCA gave me the equipment. Sonoma State provided me with the place to do it. And the cosmos provided me with the total planetary alignment. So I was the guy with the equipment and everything right there as the thing happened. I studied the whole event over a couple of years that the whole solar cycle built into this alignment. There's no inside structure. Is it hollow? Yeah, there's only a surface. There's nothing inside. Is the sun actually, do you believe, combusting in on itself? Not burning anything. There's no fusion in the sun. That's well understood. Proven. Yeah, well, there's just not the way to prove that there is any. It's only in the flares that you get fusion. That's why all the x-rays, the flares, the arcs, and the x-rays, and the microwaves, and whatever result of fusion in the arcs. There's no fusion in the sun. They don't know how the sun works. Why do you, what's special, how does the sun make light? It's a transformer. Transforms from some other dimension. It's not burning anything. It doesn't have to. It's a converter. Of what? I don't know. Nobody knows. But that's what it does. That's the only thing it can do because that's how everything works. Transforming from another dimension. Yeah, you could say it's taking energy from another dimension, counter space. There's no energy, actually. You can't, most of it you can't even measure in outer space or see. Can't see. No, you can't see the sun in free space. The sun is not visible in outer space. Not in free space. It's only invisible when gross matter becomes involved, like the Earth's atmosphere and envelope and the surface of the moon or whatever. That makes the light. There you go. Keep, keep playing. Okay. No, that's good. Okay. So he, he's 100% uh, correct. He's, uh, his level of intelligence is off the chart. He's unmatched by any modern-day physicist, scientist, uh, I encourage people to to do research, read read his books, listen to his lectures. So he's right. This the sun is a transformer. It's a converter. It's it's taking the data and energy from counter space and ports it into our solar system. That energy or electromagnetic frequency coming from counter space has data information. It's communication from heaven from counter space. And we are designed to respond to that inbound information. They, the system engineers, are completely hijacking planet Earth, the genetic code, and the human experience. They're, they're jamming 
that's signaling. That's part of the atmospheric spraying that goes on so heavily for so many decades. They're changing our genetics. They're changing the food and its genetic programming to stymie or halt all communication coming from counter space. And then they're starting to transmit an artificial electromagnetic frequency that our food and now those that are falling victim to these pharmaceutical injections or next year and years beyond, if they incorporate it in food, they're going to literally physically change our genetics. We will never, ever be able to communicate with God anymore, counter space. We will be communicating and our reality will be broadcast by satellite networks or 6G towers. So it's a question of, are they going to be successful? Is counter space and what dwells in counter space, is that realm going to sit back and let the World Economic Forum, the Klaus Schwab's and these corporations hijack humanity? No, absolutely not. We have evidence in the lab with the communication with our, basically it's organic water computers. We know that a major event is happening and it was predicted by these ancient texts anyway. I'm screaming with the top of my lungs that we are heading for a major event in mankind's history that's never going to be repeated, ever. This is huge what's coming down, and it's coming to a cataclysmic focal point, and it's a struggle between which humans are really organic and spiritually connected to counter space versus those who have willingly using their free will, have assigned their consciousness over to some type of global technocracy. Yeah, well, yes, Jet, and I, and I think that they've been doing this, um, you know, for a long time. I, and I will stress, this is my personal opinion, but if you look at the past, you know, 50 years in terms of, of what, I don't know what you call them. Do you call them? Satanist, you call them what word do you prefer, Jed? Do you they're transhumanist? What, what what do you call these people that want to control our level of consciousness? And 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 I think hence the reason why they want to always keep the vibration vibration pattern of humanity in 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 fear, in turmoil, in stress, because they get off on it. They get off on it. They truly enjoy always having us at odds against each other. They do it with our political system. They block the sun to keep the natural vitamin D. And by the way, there's a lot of speculation that vitamin D is a lot more than just a vitamin and what it it does for us. And that's a whole separate conversation. But they do it in many facets because they need to keep that vibrational pattern of humanity and, and that level anxiety, and that's why so many people right now, When even whenever I started the August challenge, which I completely broke this weekend, by the way, I, separate conversation, but I'll share later on, is that they want to keep us in that, that, that dark sense of, of a uh, reality that they're wanting to control, the, the, the spirituality. They do, ne- they do not want humanity to reach our full potential. They've done this through years. I think they've even suppressed it through, through church and religion. Yes, they don't want us to be connected to understand that that we're connected to God already. And if you don't want to call it God, call it whatever you want, because I know people are like, oh, this isn't a religious channel, whatever you want to call it. OK, whatever right. you want to call it, God, your higher being, whatever is your foo foo, whatever you want to call it. But 
what I'm going to call it is God. They want to keep us from understanding it, that the God part of the God gene is, is already in us. It's, it's not, it's not in a church. It's not somewhere separate. It's what we have in ourselves. And then they've also removed some of the things that would enable us to get that to that higher level of, of consciousness. And Jed, I just want to, I want to ask you, you know, like, do you support, have you done any research on some of the uh, psychedelics and the research that's going on right now in regards to uh, DMT? Um, uh, uh, well, I can't remember, I always pronounce it wrong. Uh, Silas, uh, um, the, the spirit molecule, they're calling uh, uh, psilocybin in, in terms of ayahuasca and and some of these things that are, where people are really going to these, what, what I believe is potentially is a, awakening uh, their penile gland to us to reach a different, uh, I, I think people are, are achieving these, this higher level of consciousness through some of these practices that who knows, like through religion, they could have done these years ago. They had these religious things that they went to and, and they, there's proof that some of the cups have been that when they find these things, there's trace amounts of certain uh, substances in them that they've done. Uh, I want to bring this up real quick. There's an absolute fabulous conversation uh, at some point, Joe, we need to advocate Joe Rogan to get you on. I'd love to get you on Joe Rogan to connect the dots because you're connecting a lot of dots already. He's hitting around it, around it. But um, his last conversation with Rick Strassman, who is a doctor who's done lots of research and written many books about the spirit molecule, DMT and everything. Uh, it may not be your cup of tea. You, some of you may be like, oh, drug head and all that. That's fine. I don't care if it's not your cup of tea. That's fine. I'm just getting you to try to understand some of these ideas, some of these things that are taking place because in our physical sense and the amount of suppression that they're one that they're doing right now to us, there, there, there's some things out there potentially that could open our eyes and, and help heal uh, some of the things that are going on because it is, if it's a spiritual warfare, whatever you want to call it, uh, we're living through it right now. And, and whatever decisions that we make, going forward will basically determine the future of humanity. I mean, let's face it. People think that humanity needs to evolve. They, they think evolution is a, is a thing that like if we evolve or evolution is that, that at some point technology needs to merge with, with, with humans and, and, and create these, these, uh, this different level of, of humanity. And that's what they think is a natural, uh, how we evolve and evolution is going to take place. Um, I don't think that's what it is. I think we need to go back and reset back to our original DNA, back to our original set, our original bearings away from this technocratic state they're trying to, to control and manipulate us into jet. And they're, they're, they're doing that through the technology. They're doing that through our food. They're doing that through the information. And it truly is a war jet. Oh, it absolutely is. In fact, when you touched on that, as far as, uh, different levels of consciousness and uh, ayahuasca and the other we that was part of that six hour discussion on discord when i popped back on uh, i was on for maybe an hour and a half had to leave and then got back on later that evening the last hour and a half i went into a phenomenal discussion with the group explaining exactly what you had mentioned i wish you were on that but you probably weren't aware or you know, busy with your family. I could try to duplicate some of that conversation next episode. Uh, but the, 
Well, the <laughs> there is going to be a. We can even hey Jet. We can even schedule it and stream some of those conversations. We can because I think it'd be very valuable for uh, listeners to hear what some of those conversations. As long as everyone agrees, obviously we don't want to stream every some things that people don't feel comfortable doing if they're openly participating and having conversation. And but I again, I'm looking at the the aspect of it that I have not given up on humanity. I know some people have that said, "Hey, it's too late to change people's minds. It's too not too late." But but I, I, I will never, I will never give up on humanity. And some people say that's too noble because whatever, that's fine. I just, I look at internally done. Don't get me wrong. I don't focus too big. I focus internally with my family and with what I'm doing. Uh, but at the same time, I know there are people are right now. There's a lot of people that are searching. There's a lot of people that are looking under a lot of people understand that something is broken. Something is wrong. And how do we change course of this trajectory that we're currently going in? And this is our attempt to, to make a difference. And Jed, I applaud you, you and your work and everything that you're doing. Well, we that's that's what I'm proposing. And, and you're right. A lot of a lot of these discord discussions, I mean, are really deep and uh, I'm a lot more comfortable because it's a smaller audience. You know, I get nervous doing these shows and I don't know. This is more public than on the discord, but I don't know who's who's listening. On, but Part of the uh, who cares I, if they want to get the information, they're going to get it anyway. Nowadays, I mean, really, yeah, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. right. They so probably already have it. I know they have blackmail shit on me already. That's but, fine. <laughs> I don't care. Put it out there. Whatever you I've seen, said, done. Shoot, you know. Trust they, me. There's more than skeletons in the closet. There's yeah. The, go ahead. There, there's about around 30, 31 people so far on Discord that have shown an interest and and want to participate in this very serious discussions on uh, what what I'm proposing from a field theory scientific standpoint, how to get closer to God, divine or source. There is going to be a, a major reset. Humanity is going to survive. Maybe not all, all of humanity, but what will it take starting right now to be con continue to be connected to counter space? What strategies can be done for this climactic spiritual warfare that's coming to a head? and not become a casualty of these system engineers that are trying to hijack humanity. I, that is being discussed in, in this court and these, these, these lessons. So uh, crypto cowboy had proposed maybe recording these for those that can't make it live. Cause they're either Southern hemisphere and they're asleep or they're at work. And I'd like to do that, but I'd also like to control and you might be able to do, I like to be able to control maybe at first who has access access to it maybe people that have emailed you or on discord and kind right. of start with the rogue news family first right uh I, i'm open to suggestions and uh, we are formulating this and and the first discussions will be going live in september yeah let me let me let me think through okay. um how the the filter and and, and how it works you know we, we want to you know, provide the least barriers amount as possible. But at the same time, I agree with you that we need to also be mindful of, you know, who's tuning in. Um, not that we're going to vet, you know, do, you know, make you scan your ID and, and upload it or anything like that. But for, for obvious reasons, you know, we want to make sure that the active audience that are listening in and participating um, are, are supportive and, and, you know, and, and again, we, we may have disagreements from time to time and that that's that's perfectly fine. Um, you know, we're all adults. We can we can discuss and, and, and get through those through those things. So, uh, Jet, we got a couple minutes lining up lined up, uh, remaining. Uh, we do have Harley Schlanger on deck next. 
So you want to close session out, Jed, and then we'll just be ready. Uh, if you if there's any other announcements you need to make about any uh, the Discord next uh, scheduled uh, time, the next scheduled chat, go for it. Okay, uh, yeah, because that that minute and a half video we can play next episode of that. Uh, I don't know if he's a magician or whatever, but that was very interesting in the shopping mall. Uh, we'll incorporate that video link next week's discussion. Uh, then uh, we don't run overtime for Harley's show. Okay. But, uh, on Di on Discord, uh, typically what happens is the um, a lot of times when I hop on, it's driving time. If I'm driving from the lab home and I have basically 45 minutes to an hour, I'll hop on Discord and uh, make a brief announcement that I'm in the lounge. And uh, but typically it's either uh, five around five o'clock central time in the evening or I hop on usually uh, around 930 or 10, like 930 a.m on my way to the lab. So if you look at Discord in the lounge, look for around 9, 9.30 Central Time or five Central Time. And I'm usually hopping on for 40 minutes, one driver, the other, because instead of listening to the radio or something, I, I, I like to chat with Discord. So if that helps. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good stuff. Yeah. So again, if you want to jump in the Rogue News Discord, drop me an email, CJ at roguenews.com. And uh, Jet, awesome show today. Uh, thank everyone for for tuning in. We will be back again, um, same bat time, same bat channel, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday uh, with another edition of The Outer Limits with Jet Blake. Jet, thank you so much. Yep. Take care.